Hello and welcome to the Brickcave Blitz, the show where we break down the NFL uh, whilst having breakdowns ourselves on how we can't figure out what the shit is happening this season. Uh, I am your host, as usual, the unusual Greg, uh, unusual underscore Greg on Twitter and Instagram, with me as he normally is insulting <laughs> my tiny penis, as he normally does. I told it's... you to stop going on about your tiny penis. We've all <laughs> heard enough of it. Look, you were okay. insulting your tiny penis. Look, you brought my tiny penis up, which is the the biggest it's ever been. Okay, I never brought it up. You bring it up all um, the time. Anyhow, who are you? Yeah. I'm I'm Smith uh, DRS underscore nineteen ninety four, and I have nothing to do with the mentioning of his tiny penis. I try to shut that shit down, and in the background. <laughs> I am Scruffy, I'm just Scrufflord on Twitter, but as per usual, it's a bad idea to follow me. Terrible idea. Yep. Terrible idea. Not, not good at all. So, we're going to move straight on to a, a segment we're calling Week 18. <laughs> a segment uh, we're calling say everything at once yeah uh, so basically <laughs> as as if you listen to last week's episode you'll know that we've predicted between myself and smith every single game of week 18 more wait, what than happened likely to the news? We always we're, the we're news saving first. that to the end oh, oh smith, yeah smith was sorting yeah. stuff downstairs while you said that yeah. <laughs> cool just trust us smith Never. <laughs> yeah, just just trust yeah, him. No, never that's fair enough. enough. Um, yeah, so we're going to... Obviously, we predicted all of the games of Week 18. So what we're going to do is just run through the games in order that they were played, talking about the, who was playing, the results, who predicted what team to win, and then a general discussion about the game. Woo. So Scruffy, run us down. Game numero uno. Cool, starting from the top of the Saturday night games, beginning with the Chiefs versus the Broncos. Chiefs 28, Broncos 24. That was your prediction, Greg, and you correctly predicted it. Woohoo! Go Chiefs, go Chiefs. Uh, yeah, this was kind of like an unexpected result for me. Um, no, wait, an expected result, that's what I meant to say. Um, <laughs> you know... With the with the Broncos being not a great franchise at the moment, um, but yeah, no, it was a, it was a good result for for Patrick Mahomes just to to get him as a get right game, not get right game, but uh, an end right game uh, going into the playoffs. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, Broncos You're were wrong. winning it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Broncos. Yeah, they were winning, winning it by into half, the third half. half. Yeah, into third quarter. Yeah, so it was twenty-one uh, seventeen, ending the third quarter. Right. Uh, then the uh, Chiefs put up eleven points to go ahead, um, whereas the Broncos could only put up three in the fourth. Yeah. It was a bit of a squeaky bum time moment, but again, I I just knew really that the Broncos couldn't hold on. I mean, they were only scoring a little bit each now and again, but yeah. When you have Drew Locke in, um, and then he goes down for a couple of series, like, and then Cortland Sutton comes in, you know you're in trouble. Yeah. I don't 
well, I, th- I think the only thing that, um, well, I feel like the only thing that Broncos can really rely on is their uh, rushing game at times, which, don't get me wrong, seems like it was decent, but it clearly wasn't enough no. against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs' defense. Yeah, I'd say Melvin Gordon had a uh, 12 carries for 110 yards. Javante Williams, who was that hero of, I think it's the week 9 or 10 game against the Browns, um, with that 12 for 46, like, yeah. Yeah. I know I watched this game, I don't remember much of it, which, uh, yeah, I remember that, that obviously the Broncos were winning, and I, I, one of them were like, even when they were winning, I was like, they're not going to win this. Yeah, um, but I I don't know if it's just because, like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is good, but I feel like he's quite consistent. Where so like over the entire fourth qu- four quarters, yeah, he'd, he'd say like he's he's you know eighty percent of like the reason they're winning. He's that eighty percent every qu- uh, four quarters, whereas yeah. other teams are. Oh, one person did amazing in this first quarter, and then they did fuck all the rest of it. So, yeah, your winning streak's just gone. Yeah. Oh, sorry, your scoring streak, I should say. Not winning streak, I don't think the um, Broncos have been on a winning streak this season. I think they had a they had, they had a, a winning streak because they I think they started the season. Oh, sorry, three um, or four and oh, didn't they? Three games. Yeah. They just got. I was going to say two never counts, but a third one apparently counts. <laughs> but they they did win. Well, technically they won all three of their preseason games as well. I know it's not regular season, but technically that was six games in a row they just won. Yeah, we don't count preseason here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like you said, like at the start of the season, the Broncos were winning against teams that they shouldn't win against. Yeah. And now we're, you know, they've gone back to. Yeah, you're not supposed to win about these. So you're not winning against these. Bye-bye. <laughs> cool. Moving on from that one, we move on to the Cowboys uh, versus the Eagles. Cowboys 51, Eagles 26. This was Smith's prediction. Smith predicted the Cowboys, which is the correct one. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I don't think I, I, I expected much from the Eagles, but I was glad when they seemed to put up some form of fight. Um, did you end up watching this one in time? Or? So I have watched all of the games, yeah. Um, it was one of those things where I was like, I had to watch Red Zone about four times because <laughs> I would literally... I, I watched, started watching it on the Sunday... Uh, sorry, no, this was a Saturday game. So I watched this one on the Sunday before uh, Red Zone happened. And then, like, I watched that, forgot what had happened, ended up watching Red Zone, like, trying to watch Red Zone on the Sunday, trying to watch it on the Monday, trying to watch it on the th- Wednesday and the Thursday, ended up, like, finishing it Friday morning. I was like, for God's sake... Uh, bloody nephew, by the way. Um, but yeah, no, like this was a, a fantastic game. I hoped the Philadelphia Eagles would do a little bit more in this, because um, mm. I think there was a scenario where they, if they lost this, they would have been out of the playoffs. Um, but yeah, they they uh, 
They managed to do enough to to get in uh, on Merritt's previous results, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was a, it was a good game. I say like the the Dallas defense looks scary. Um, Trevon Diggs doing what he does. Micah Parsons obviously being named an All Pro as as a rookie is insanity. Um, Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I kind of felt for Gardner Minshew. Uh, he's been one of these kind of like quarterbacks that's kicked around the league every now and again. But he's such a a solid QB. Yeah. He just doesn't get the weapons he needs most of the time. Because uh, I remember when he was the quarterback in the game. Was it against the Jets? Mm-hmm. At the time and like <clears throat> there was. I think over the course of the game, he only incompleted one or two passes. And he was just doing fucking amazing. I I did feel a bit bad for him because that's the only other game that I'd seen him in. And then I was watching this one and he was like, the the old line just didn't seem to hold. Mm. Um, yeah. Let's see how many times did he get... It doesn't say how many times he got sacked. It's bad. Uh... Oh, there's there's just three sacks on the yeah on the defense. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like I said, I, I expected the. It's one of them where like I expect the Cowboys to win certain games, but then over the course of the season, there's been games where I've like like why why have you lost that? Like you mm. you just seem to have this breakdown this week, and then the next week you're back to normal. And I I, I just don't get them as a team sometimes. Um, yeah. I do feel like I was after watching those those programs at the uh, All or Nothing and especially the Cowboy season. I was having I was just I was kind of paying a bit more attention to Ezekiel Elliott. I thought like considering cons- considering the other games that I've seen him in where I didn't think he really did much uh, because he's obviously had a few years in there and I know he's not gonna have that those bursting runs anymore. Um, I think he did okay. Yeah, no. The, I say the the trouble with the the running back as a position, it is such a physical bruising position that no running back really has a long career. And yeah. I think we are seeing the final seasons of Ezekiel Elliott's. Um, if if we're not seeing the end of it, we're seeing the pittering out of it because there's no way he's going to be an all down back anymore. Um, it, he's not going to be in the game. He's going to be rotated out for whoever the Cowboys get in the draft this season. Um, because I say, like, you, you look at his production and his his um, his actual like yardage over the past. I think it's three seasons, and it is a sharp decline. Yeah, I, th- I, I think I've I've seen that start as well. It seemed to every every year from a certain year, it had gone down by I think like two hundred yards to three hundred yeah. yards every season um but like, like you said like one of the reasons i was i was watching it was because i, I know how tough that position is yeah. um and i just yeah i was just paying a bit more attention to him i thought he did okay uh there were certain runs where he did amazing i thought that looks like when he had his first seasons in the nfl um yeah i think there was like two of them in there or something like that but yeah like i said cowboys when they're up against certain teams i'll 
always go, yeah, they're going to win that. Because I think they are one of the good teams. But sometimes they just have these weeks where they they must have a mental breakdown or something like that. And then just decide, yeah, we'll leave it this week, we'll go next week. Yeah. So I am happy it paid off, obviously. I got a point for it, but I was a little apprehensive of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cool. Moving on from that one onto the Sunday early window. And the first game was one that Greg predicted, which was Packers versus the Lions. Packers 30, Lions 37. So, unfortunately, Greg did not get that one. Yeah, I mean, this, this realistically, this was a dumb one to predict because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get that mentality of Matt LaFleur saying we're going into Detroit to win this game. Um, and he done the sensible thing. Don't get me wrong. He pulled off those important players. He put he done exactly what I said he should have done uh, in about week ten, which is put David Bakhtiari on the pitch on week eighteen. And he done that. David Bakhtiari got a few good uh, snaps in. He looked gassed by the end of it, but he looked close to where we want him to be for the playoffs. Now, I don't think he's going to play the full game of uh, the you know the, the full playoff game just yet. Obviously, we've still got two weeks. We got the first round by. We, we sealed that up in week 17, but he did look good. I don't know where he's going to be for that game, though. Now, we got news that, you know, Jair's back. Zadarius could be back. Um, Josh Myers could be back as well. So... We're getting all those players that, you know, in week two or three, we said we couldn't play without. And then we played without them and we got the first round by number one seed in the NFC, all that kind of malarkey. So I'm not unhappy with this loss because we, you know, say we, we put the people out who needed to, to make sure they didn't get rusty. We then played the people that we needed to evaluate for next year. You know, Joanne Winfrey, Jordan Love, Amari Rogers, all those kind of people. And I've got to say, this is a this is a me- message to Packers fans that I have been interacting with over the past few days. Shut the fuck up when talking about Jordan Love. Jesus fucking Christ, you miserable bunch of sods. I have... N- it really is because ev- like everybody I've talked like everybody I've seen posting on like Twitter and Facebook have been like oh well you know we need to keep Aaron Rodgers until 2026 because if we don't we're going to have like 14 losses a season with Jordan Love it's like you can't possibly fucking know that he I thought Jordan Love looked good in this game he didn't win the game he didn't score a lot of points but he looked good. He looked like he he understood the pressure. He got rid of it when he needed to. He had the checks down ready. He got hit a few times. He took, you know, he didn't pass fantastically all of the time. But he went 10 of 17 for 134 yards. One touchdown, two interceptions. Sure, he threw some interceptions. But Brett Favre threw like 400 interceptions or something stupid like that. Or 200, you know, it's it's insanity that, you know, we're comparing it for this. We've had 
we've been blessed with a you know Aaron Rodgers for a long time, and now we you know we could at any point move on to Jordan Love, and that's going to be our quarterback. Like I've not seen anything from Jordan Love that makes me think we need to trade him now. Nothing at all. Moving on to the next one. Um, which was Colts Jaguars, uh, Colts eleven Jaguars twenty six. That was another one of your predictions, Greg. And again, slightly a loss. Just say a loss. Yeah, it wasn't correct. <laughs> it wasn't correct. Um, to be fair, what the fuck happened in this game? <laughs> I mean, finally the first round pick sh- like showed why he was first round pick. But apart from that, I, I don't really know what else to say about this game. The mother fucking cults all they had to do was not fuck up and they a got into the playoffs and b didn't fuck me and jonathan taylor had potentially his worst game of the fucking season only 15 carries for 77 yards like what the fuck were you doing and obviously, like, when one part of the scheme goes wrong, Carson Wentz just falls into a big pile of dicks. <laughs> so, yeah, don't get me wrong. Trevor Lawrence, fair enough. You're a good quarterback. Where was this the rest of the season? Mm-hmm. But My what God. the fuck was wrong with the Colts? <laughs> they yeah. fucked everything. Yeah, I, I don't know what the hell happened because, like, we, when we went through the predictions, when I was looking at yours, like the, the two that you just like the, the Packers against the Lions and then the Colts versus Jags, I would have predicted the exact same as you. Yeah, yeah the, the the teams it, that like were like, oh, we've not given a shit all, all season. Let's show them that we still belong. Yeah, and that was it. Like, you know, if this if these two games were in week seventeen instead of week eighteen, they probably would have gone exactly how we predicted them to go. But because it's weekend to week eighteen fuckery, and teams have just decided to fuck the status quo, yeah, not not good, not good. But well done, Trevor Lawrence. You know you <laughs> might not get fired after your first season. Well done on getting the first round pick. You'll probably get like an edge rusher or a receiver. And, you know, just, you know, you might have a good second season, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> See, we, we didn't watch last season. How was Justin Herbert in his first season? Justin Herbert in his first season was fantastic. He done was really he, well. Was he good um, then as well? Right. It, right he, the thing is, he, he didn't get the results, the, you know, didn't get as many wins in his first season uh, as he should have done. But his play style was very consistent with how he's been this season. He was very much a big game arm, very much lasered in on being a gunslinger straight away. Um, and looks like he was just an absolute joy to watch. Right. Um, Trevor Lawrence this season hasn't been that, but could be going forward. Yeah. I was just, just checking because obviously I, don't, I was going to see if it like compared to. Herbert, but I didn't know what his previous season was like compared to yeah. this season. Um, You've also got to remember that, that Herbert didn't have the pressure of being a number one pick. Uh, that was Joe Burrow. Um, and was uh, Herbert like four? I think Herbert was, yeah, he was in the top five, I think. But he was also meant to sit the season behind Terod Taylor. So whereas Joe Burrow knew he was going to be the number one guy, Justin Herbert was meant to sit behind Terod Taylor for a, you know, a year and then gain 
number two, he's the starting quarterback with half an hour's notice. Right. Yeah, it's a shame Trevor Lawrence wasn't told that he was going to be starting. (laughs) (laughs) But, yep. Don't know what the fuck happened with this game. (laughs) Clearly the Colts rely on Jonathan Taylor way too much. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't it wasn't managed to do do anything. Even now, like a clip is rolling where he tried to rush over the O line to like they were like three yards away from the end zone and he just couldn't make it. He got a yard away or something like that. I don't know if yeah, the Jaguars are like, Yeah, come on, last week, let's fucking bring it for this one. Let's fuck up Jonathan Taylor and then we just dish it just burns their whole system to the down to the ground like an apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, make them eat a humble crumble. (laughs) I actually prefer that to humble pie, you know. Well, when he when he said it, all I could think of was you know the the pop star um, film. It's like my apple crumble is the most crumblest. I'm so humble. (laughs) There you go. Yep. So anyway, uh, humble crumble from now on. NFL album uh, coming soon. Moving on from Colts, Jaguars, and I think it's probably a good moment to move on is Washington versus Giants. Washington 22, Giants 7. This was Smith's production and Smith got it right. Well done. Yep. Um, Well, to be fair, I wrote down both our predictions for everything. To be honest, there was only like one game that we didn't agree on, and um, it's not come up yet, so I'm not going to say anything. Okay. um, Tease it. Yes. Yeah. Teasing it. Um, <laughs> oh god. Um, yeah. It, this was this was one of them like how you said you've you've had to watch Red Zone a few times. I watched this game like fully. Uh, well, I watched it Red Zone and then fully on its own, and I still don't think there was anything spectacular in it. I just remember be the the Giants just being shit as usual. So I, I don't. There would have only been like two teams that, if they went against the Giants, I would have picked the Giants to win. Yeah. Anybody else, I would have picked. It's not that Washington are, are good or spectacular. I just yeah, because fucking hell, T- Taylor Heineke only completed nine passes the entire yeah. game. Yeah. And oh well, Jake is Jake from their third string quarterback. Yes, yeah, so Daniel Jones was out, and then Mike Glennon went out injured, or I think it was injury last week, so yeah, Jake Fromm is their third string. Yeah. I mean, he only got 15 completed passes, which is, was yeah. half the amount he tried to do. Just The thing that annoyed me about this game was the play calling from the Giants. Oh! There was a fucking series where they'd done two quarterback sneaks... From like first and second and ten. No, 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 no. And I was the, just like, the, the second what the one fuck? was the second quarterback sneak was third and nine. Yeah, there you go, third and nine. A quarterback sneak at third and nine. It's like, are you trying to lose this game? Did you mathematically think that you had a chance of getting the number one pick and thought maybe we'll lose so badly it'll count as two losses? Oh my god, we've got Sid the Sloth as a guest! 
<laughs> I just, yeah, it just, it was so dumb. Like, you had nothing to gain and nothing to win with these sort of play calls. It blew my mind. I watched it and I was like, you've given up. Like, the head coach is looking to get fired. The offensive coordinator is looking to get fired. I don't know what this team is trying to do. It, it just blew my mind. It literally blew my mind. I will say as well, like, watching it, I I remember that happening because, and honestly, that is all that, like, came up as Giants clips on the, like, Instagram suggested and stuff like that. It's like that play happened. What's the Giants be? Giant turds. Like, and then it cuts to the crowd, and the crowd are just shouting at the giant side. They're not even shouting at them. Like, you fucking dick! (laughs) Yeah. It was literally embarrassing. Yeah, that, that like, was If such I was a an NFL call. player on that team, I would have left at halftime. <laughs> Do you reckon the Giants team should have just all done a... Um, An Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Absolutely. Yeah, fucked off. Like, I would I would have fired Jason Garrett. Like, if, if I was anybody on this team, I'd have taken the play calling sheet and the headset off of Jason Garrett and just started doing shit myself. Like, I don't know what the fuck they were trying to do. Clearly, he had some money on the side for them to lose. He must have done. He He's must have like, been paid that, off. But he clearly knew he was getting. He was going to get fired, so he was like, right, okay, I'll put this bet on. We have to lose. There's my retirement sorted. And then his son got uh, hit by a truck hit, uh, carrying radioactive waste. Oh, I honestly thought that was real news, and then he said radioactive waste. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, like for a second, I felt thing. really uh, bad. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no, I was doing the whole daredevil thing where yeah. you know, his dad puts a old bet on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I felt so bad as a human being then. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect moment to be wrong. Don't bad feel bad. He's daredevil now. <laughs> or he will be in, you know, ten years' time. Even then, I, I even then, I, I thought that sentence was gonna. Don't feel bad. He's dead. Well, what? <laughs> I, I think it's because we can't see each other as well. We're just doing audio. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> the, the antici- anticipation in certain sentences kills me. Patient. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on from Washington. Giants, we move on to uh, Fuck the Bears versus the Vikings. Um, <laughs> Bears 17, Vikings 31. That was Smith's choice. He predicted the Vikings and he got that one right. Yeah. Um, first half, Bears were winning. Um, and I was get, I was jet, like, this is the first time I've genuinely, like, felt pissed off watching a game. Because <laughs> um, I was like, how dare you? You're the Bears. Fucking lose. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah. They did, so... Yeah, I don't think I remember seeing anything entirely spectacular in this one either. Um, okay, the Vikings came back in the, the fourth quarter, technically. Um, yeah. But even then, what, what did they need? They needed a... If, if they hadn't come back in the fourth quarter, all they needed was one touchdown, a kick, and a field goal to win. Or even just one touchdown and a two pointer and they would have won that way. So Yeah. Um it doesn't yeah. It doesn't bode well for the the Bears at all. 
I don't I don't think they've done anything special this season. The only thing I can remember us talking about that was any form of special is where the guy got booted off for looking at the other line. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, the Bears have had up and down season. Like the trouble is they were so indecisive about who their quarterback was, they were so indecisive about this, that and the other. They were trying to throw everything at the wall and just see what sticks. Now, one of the things for me is Andrew Dalton is an average to good quarterback. And I've I've liked Andrew Dalton since his time at Cincinnati. I thought he was great since good-ish at Cincinnati. I thought he'd done well at the Cowboys, and I thought he deserved more from this Bears team. Um But and I, I say, like I said it on several different occasions, if they'd have started Andrew Dalton the whole time and allowed Justin Fields to sit Justin Fields would be a, would have come out in a much better light um, than he has at the moment because he just doesn't look anything special. Like he looks like Packers. Some Packers fans think Jordan Love looks. He looks completely average, and just yeah, not not not. He's not going to be a franchise quarterback anytime soon. Oh, he shouldn't be. He probably will be. But yeah, it's just it's just going to be awkward. Um, and say the the, the Vikings. Again, with their with their luck at like QB with Kirk Cousins being Kirk Cousins, I think I don't think that a lot of that team will survive till twenty twenty three. A lot of the Vikings team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Because I say I mean, like the, the the Kirk Cousins is an average quarterback. I think in a better system he could have done much better but he's not really done enough for me to be the franchise quarterback of the Vikings now you get like a decent head coach in there you get a couple of draft picks under the belt the Vikings could come back in 2020 the the 2023 regular season but I just don't see them doing much this year if they're going to try and keep up with this team yeah that sounds like a perfect moving on moment (laughs) yep 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 uh, moving on to the Titans, Texans. Titans 28, Texans 25. This was one of Greg's choices. You picked the Titans, and the Titans did, in fact, win. I mean, not by fucking much. Yeah, no. but a lot closer than anybody would have suspected. Yeah. Fucking arseholes. Like, all of my picks, pretty much, you know, were, were, were close, if not going against me. But holy fuck. This, you know, that that second quarter for the Tennessee Titans, I thought if they carry this on, it's going to be like a forty-point deficit by the time we get to the end. But then, holy fuck! As is what normally happens when I get optimistic, shit gets fucky. Yep, it was a strange one. This, that, yeah, if this shouldn't have been this close. No. But do, do you think it's just down to, like, injury on the Titans' side? I know they've not got Henry. Yeah. But is... Oh, Jesus. Is there anyone else that um, don't have who would have made more of an impact? Because I know, I know they have Julio Jones as well, but he's yeah. definitely... I reckon this he season or next covered. season is his last season because of his injuries. Yeah. I it wouldn't surprise me. Um... The thing oh. is, like you, you take away that massive running play, that massive like like the well, like with the Colts, you take away that massive running game, and the Titans are not as three D as they should be. 
Um, you know, they, they lose a good element of those games. Now, rumours are that they'll get Derek Henry back uh, for the playoffs, so they could be a, you know, chalk and cheese team to what they are this week. But uh, I think, you know, they they need to get their their receivers more open. Now, you look at, like, Nick Westbrook-Akina, like, had a fantastic game, needs to be open more often they they need to they need to scheme their like their passing offense so much better than they have done to get into the playoffs uh, sorry to get further on in the playoffs hmm. uh, if they're not going to get their running game sorted then that's where they need to focus their attention making sure that their offense is schemed much better uh, than what it has been um but that being said it's just I mean, they're, they're, they've got the first round by. They've got time to work on this. So they could come back as a, you know, the the divisional round and be an absolute night and day team to what they were in this game. I mean, when it comes to teams like this, unlike the Colts, do you think it says more, more about the players or more about just the coaching in general that they're clearly, like, focused on this around this one or two players within this specific type of play, the rushing, Mm-hmm. Um, that when it isn't there, everything just just can't click into place. Like surely, if they're coached well and like they have good schemes, they they should be okay all around. Just like when Rogers had no core receivers, yeah, and he still managed to win. I think it there's, it comes down to two factors: how well your chemistry with your your offense works and how much the defensive coordinator can try and work on the weaker aspects of the game against you to see how like they can shut you down when you don't have those strong elements of the game now this could be a defensive masterclass from the titans uh, sorry the texans defense going right they don't have their big running game they are going to be they're, they're going to be one quarter, one explosive quarter and done. So if we can ride that out, shut them down for the rest of it, we'll be a good team. Like, we'll, we'll be good to the golden sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, hey, it's there's so many factors that can be involved in it. I think it could be, it you know, it's, hey, it could be that they had the playoffs in the hand. They just wanted to scrape through this game um, to get to the playoffs. You know, not caring about whether they got the buy or not, they just wanted to get to the playoffs. So they yeah. wanted to rest a couple of people, do this, that, and the other. I don't know, um, but yeah, it's it's it could have been any combination of those. Cool. Uh, moving on from Titans Texas, we move on to the Steelers Ravens. Steelers sixteen, Ravens thirteen. This was another Greg prediction, and it was correct. Yeah. Took it to overtime, but the Steelers got through. I The thing is, this game, couple this game with the bloody Jacksonville result, and you are into absolute drama of what can happen. Because if you look at it, like the, both of these teams could have gone through the playoffs with an Indianapolis Colts loss. Uh, Ravens needed a few more things to happen. But all like when it was going on, all the Steelers needed was to win this game, Indianapolis to lose, and then the Chargers Raiders 
not end in a tie. And holy hell, it was so tense. It was so good. Thinking about all these kind of results and what was going on. Like, you're watching Red Zone... And every five seconds, Scott Hansen was coming in going, right, if this happens here and this happens here, and you're thinking about all these results and all this kind of stuff going on. But this could have been, let's let's talk about it, like this could have been Ben Roethlisberger's final game and it would have been a poor final game for him. He deserved a little bit of a better send-off than this. Um, and he's probably going to get it at going forward. Um so, you know, it wasn't a bad one. I think that the Ravens could have played better. I think a lot of the um a lot of the Steelers team could have made it a better try. But there's really only one person we need 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 to mention in this and that's TJ Watt who has now tied the single season sack record at 22 and a half. See, um, if he was worth a damn, he would have beat it. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Bengals Browns for the next one, which was a Smith prediction. Bengals sixteen, Browns twenty one. Smith predicted the Browns, which means it was correct. See, right, I think for this one, take away half a point for me and give half a point to Greg. Because I was originally okay. gonna go Bengals with this. And he oh. gave me some information on the day because Burrow wasn't playing. Yeah, and it made me switch to the Browns. I mean, we could just give Greg the point because he technically predicted it for you. <laughs> oh. No, he didn't. He just said this is information. Uh, he didn't tell me which one. Mm. I made that decision yeah. partially nah, on my own. Going. The half point is going. There you go. I put the half point in. Um. Um. Okay. There you go. But yeah, yeah I just, I'm just just saying that because yeah, um, I think both teams did really well. Um. Uh, I think the Bengals were winning to begin with, and it was kind of shitting me up a little bit no. that they weren't going to win. Um, nope. Or did they just uh, did no they bring did it? They have the lead. Did they bring it? Start to bring it back, and that's why I was shitting it. Yeah, I think they 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 were the only team to score in the third quarter. Um, right. But even then, they still had a one point uh, one possession deficit oh, yeah. sort of thing. So. Um. Yeah. It, it wasn't anything special, but. I got my got my win. So there you go. Oh, half Happy a win. win. Technically half a win. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not bothered. Half a, half a point. But yeah, no. I think like this is the thing with the Browns. It's it's unlucky for them to not be in the playoffs because they they kind of set themselves up to be a good playoff team. Now, obviously, Baker Mayfield's having surgery, so he probably either wouldn't have played in the playoffs or he would have been severely injured for it. But that running game is a perfect combination. For playoff games, um, Deionis Johnson, Nick Chubb, you, you kind of look at those two big running backs and you're thinking they could screw some teams over in the playoffs. But obviously, we'll never know um, as they are not there. <laughs> That's a perfect moment to move on from that game. Just like, yep, yeah. they're not there. Moving on. Uh, I say, like with with the Bengals. Before we move on, move on. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But the Bengals are, you know. They they were resting players. They they had yeah. they had won their division. I don't think even if they'd won this game, they would have improved their mm-hmm. seeding at all. So it was a win and loss affected them in no way whatsoever. So they might as well have rested the players they need to get them all healthy for the playoffs. 
Yeah, because like yeah, that's that's another thing as well. Like, yeah, they didn't win this game, but it didn't really affect them in any way. Even the Browns winning this didn't see, didn't really affect them in any way either. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And they they played they they played it smart for playoffs in sitting their key players out or some of their key players out in order to be good and dominate in the games that matter. This game didn't yeah. really matter. They were, it didn't matter what the result was. Nothing would have changed really. So no. they did they did play it smart, but um, it helped me out. So thank you. There you go. <laughs> Now moving on, moving on to Sunday late window, um, which begins with Panthers Buccaneers. Panthers seventeen, Buccaneers forty one. Not too many surprises there. That was a Smith prediction, and he got it right. I I just this game was <laughs> so meh. He's considered the mic's break. Then everything went silent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just I didn't know whether Smith was installed, but I really didn't know where to begin <laughs> with this game. Like Sam Darnold, is he the future of this franchise? Do they have a future with Cam Newton? I, they, I don't know where the Panthers franchise is going forward. Um, they need to do some serious like soul searching over the off season to actually figure out because. They've just made some terrible decisions as a franchise over the past couple of years, and it is just not paying off for them, um, hence why they're a terrible decision. Um, but yeah, no, the Buccaneers really should have won this game easily, and then did. So, you know, well done. I guess. No Microsoft services needed sacrificing for them to win. Exactly. Which is yeah. a plus. The Panthers were never going to fucking win this game. It was, it was always going to be the Buccaneers, especially like, um, I know it wasn't like the way they played, but they they had Brady in for any part of it. He was always going to fuck them over a bit. Um, yeah. Did you guys see the clip where he'd gone out and they were like, okay, your your time's done, we'll go with a backup for now and, it, and then Gronk was like I need one more pass to uh, oh, earn that was my brilliant. half a million dollars so Brady goes I'm yeah, going back in million. this a million yeah it was a mil yeah. it was a full milli and I just no no it, it, it was only half a mil for the actual receiving of the pass the other half a mil was for the yards that he made because ah, he, he had th- he had th- he had three different things that were all worth half a mil each one yeah. was for receiving one was for the yards and one was for actual touchdowns mm. And there is a better all. one. There's a better part of that, though, as a clip. And that is when I can't remember who it is. I think it's Gronk or Brady standing on the sideline talking to one of the staffers or the staff on the side of the pitch. And he's just saying, oh, he's did this for this. And you can tell that the staff guy just doesn't give two shits because Gronk probably makes it a minute more than what he makes in a year. Mm-hmm. And he's just that- stood there like, really? Do I care? Like, <laughs> just no expression. Is that the bit where he was saying, if I don't make this money, as in this, yes, yes, a million and a half, I'm gonna have to get a real person. Job. And then this, yeah, yeah, and then yeah this yeah. guy, and he's saying that to someone who probably earns like, who will never earn that in his entire working life. I guarantee <laughs> that 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 was the guy that like rubs vapor rub on his feet or something like that. <laughs> Very likely, like it's just yeah. the fact it, it it that's the only sort of negative I saw from that entire thing. But to be fair, it's just it's it's it's. The epitome of Tom Brady, really, isn't it? If his teammates need something, he'll help them. Which, again, it's one of those things that make you think, like, 
why did Antonio Brown feel the need yeah. to fuck off this team at that point? Like, if he needed those incentives, oh. Tom Brady would have found a way to get him those incentives. But the problem yeah, is his yeah. attitude just isn't to the... I, I, the thing is as well, though, with Tom Brady, if your attitude is online with his and you genuinely are a just general that sort of... It does seem that way. It's like, I'm sure if Antonio Brown wasn't as... Well, I don't know how to describe Antonio Brown, so I'll, I'll just say Antonio Brown. But if he wasn't as Antonio Brown as he is, I'm sure Tom Brady probably would have helped more than he could. I mean, you see, you saw it there. Oh, yeah. by the way, I need one more catch to get this. Okay, let's go get it. Next Tom Brady play, was, gets yeah. it. And, so, and he was stood on the sideline saying, no, I'm going back on. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, he was literally shouting at the guy going, no, I'm going on. <laughs> like, don't care. Yeah. Don't tell me I'm not, because I will. It's excellent. Yeah. This is what you want to see. And the thing is, as well, um, okay, they, he wasn't talking to Brady at the time when Brown did that. But yeah. he, there's a clip, you can see Mike Evans for like pushing his yeah. pads back onto him, saying, no, yeah. no, what are you doing? But he still does it. And then you see like fans move to the front to like stick yeah. two fingers up at him. <laughs> yes, yeah. And he yeah. thinks they're celebrating him or some shit, like... That's you can tell he thought they were celebrating him or something. Yeah, but, but anyway, you know, that, that's just this how isn't it is. The Antonio Brown show. No, it isn't. It, it isn't. No, <laughs> forget about um, Antonio Brown. He's just yeah. But yeah, that and that that just shows as well. Like like you were saying before, um, with whatever team we were talking about, I can't remember which one it was. The chemistry between the quarterbacks and the players. Mm. Obviously, one of the reason, one of the things that Brady did when he moved to the books is say, "I want Gronk with me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chemistry with between between them two is yeah, they're both just so I think honest, it's a bit unbreakable. Yeah, they're just both so like pure as players. Like they do the right thing because it's the right thing. They don't do the right thing because it gets the them th- anything. It just so happens that Gronk got half a million off of it, but it was still the right thing to do. And the thing is as well, like I I saw a clip once because I know that them two like sit in some little deck chairs with their feet in some paddling pools and answer <laughs> fans That's questions amazing. together. That's um, amazing. There's a thing where like somebody asks Brady how it's like with training with Gronk and he's like, Oh, Gronk doesn't watch any of this stuff. He just asks <laughs> me what it is. I tell him what it is and he does it perfectly straight away. It's mad. The, the sheer talent those two have and just the sheer work ethic they've got. They're some of the few people in sports who I would consider like work ethic. A lot of NFL more than a lot of other sports. You can generally see when someone's got a work a work ethic for their job. Um, it's excellent. It's why, as much as I sort of go, Brady gets a bit boring because he wins all the time, <laughs> or most of the time. He, I cannot hate him. There's no I mean, way I can hate him. Apart from the surface, it's the only time I can. Have either of you seen the clip about Gronk? Um, where he was going to be traded from the Patriots to the Lions. Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead yeah. of being traded... That, so I retired? Uh, yeah, he said, I've retired That's so they couldn't trade him, and then he stayed on the Patriots, and then they started winning shit, so he stayed on. It's <laughs> <laughs> just... That, that's a very grunk thing to do. Yep. Yeah. I don't... I, re- I really don't like his laugh, though. Um, uh, oh, no, it is I've never of, heard yeah. it. It's a bit grating. It. It's a bit yeah. like a hyena, so... Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I can see why you wouldn't like that. But yeah. Moving on. Yes, on to the Patriots-Dolphins, which was another Smithmas 
guess. Well, guess prediction. It's a prediction more than a guess. Guess diction? Um, yeah. No, that doesn't work. Just call it a prediction. Uh, yeah, just, exactly. Just it it's it just a prediction. Uh, you predicted Patriots, and they lost. Uh, Dolphins, 33, yeah. Patriots, 24. And um, I feel like if I would have talked to Sam before this, and he would have told me what he would told me, I would not have voted for the Patriots. Um, <laughs> apparently, he was saying, like, yeah, I expected this. The Dolphins are like the kryptonite of the Patriots. And then <laughs> even at the end of this game, apparently the, the Dolphins have a three-game win streak against the Patriots. Oh, yeah, please. he's like every. There's been seasons where the Patriots are about to, you know, do shutout in their uh, division, but the Dolphins are the one that like give them that one loss every year. You know, if I would have known that, I would have gone with the Dolphins. But but you didn't know that, and that's what makes you a bad NFL analyst. So suck my balls. <laughs> um, um, I've only had one year experience, so. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Same. Are you uh, are you like treating me like your fans treat Jordan Love here? Because I've not had the experience. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not because I'm you know I I gave you that information. I gave you all the tools you need to succeed, uh, and sometimes you succeed and sometimes you don't. Um, Fortunately, and... I don't know how to use those tools. Exactly. I... Yeah, yep. you massive <laughs> fucking tool. Um, <laughs> but no, this was a great game, um, start to finish, like. Yeah, the Dolphins came out with the early advantage. Uh, Mac Jones, I think, played really well in this game, re- mm-hmm. regardless of the result. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, it 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 blew me away how dramatic this game ended. Um, really changing nothing for like playoff standings and stuff like that. But yeah. Um. Yeah, it was just one. It was it was one of the few games that I thought was like quite fun to watch. Um, one of the things that mm. I'm looking at at this second as well is you know the actual scoreboard of who scored in this, um, which quarter and everything. And it's really annoying me that the Patriots didn't score nine points in the first quarter because then they would be completely opposite <laughs> yeah and it's really annoying my ocd a little bit <laughs> but if they'd um, done that they would have tied and that's not what um, happened yep no no it is not um but yeah it was a fun game to watch matt jones i it's one of them like some yeah he's a, obviously a great player but you also have to account for he's clearly had the, the excellent coaching from this good team yeah yeah I say, like Bill Belichick was always going to do well with this with this kind of QB. So, yeah. Hmm. Just glad he got rid of um, Cam Newton. Yeah, I reckon he is as well. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, we are at like an hour and five minutes. So, yep. let's yeah. see how far we can get through. Um, we got stop fluffing the... it and get on with it then. Exactly. <laughs> um. We are moving on to Saints Falcons, which was Saints thirty Falcons twenty, and that was a Greg prediction, which was correct. Saints win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I never believed in the the Falcons. I will say though, some Falcons had a bloody good game. Russell Gage had a great game where he like a couple of hurdled a couple of people and got through. Carl Pitts had a fantastic game. Cordero Patterson. It's just a shame who was quarterback in them. But then talking about quarterbacking. Taysom Hill had a fairly average to good game, went out injured, but yeah, you just 
I don't know. They just couldn't stop Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't think that the Falcons would win this anyway. The only like semblance of hope that I had was that, that they already beat the Saints this once this season. But yeah. I'm pretty sure that was a point where Kamara was out. Um, yeah. And it shows. Yeah. Now Kamara's back in. They win. The only thing that I did <laughs> that really did make me laugh, and I don't know if you noticed it in the red zone at all, was when they cut to the scoreboard. <laughs> Uh, yes. And instead yeah. of putting the visitors. New Orleans Saints, it just said visitors. So it was like, yeah, yeah. Um, Falcons six, visitors twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. There was there was some venom there. There was some venom there. <laughs> oh god. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was expected. It happened. Some players had a good game, just like you said. Oh, just I want. I don't want Ryan. <laughs> I want somebody else. <laughs> Um, but they have, they think he's good, and I don't get it. Maybe he was at some point. Uh, but the only I think he had the one good season where they got to the Super Bowl, and then that was yeah, it. and then he fucked it all up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, those those other players deserve better. But I would have agreed uh, in the you know making a prediction with this as well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, moving on from Saints Falcons, Jets Bills, Jets ten, Bills twenty seven. This was a Smith prediction where he predicted the Bills and they did in fact win. I mean, uh, we really don't need to talk about this game no. if we don't need to. Like the Bills were always going to win it, the Jets were <laughs> never going to win it. Like, yeah. I mean, you say that the the Bills were always going to win it. It it was it felt like <laughs> they were Jets were in with a chance until the fourth quarter. Did you not feel what like I mean? It was I, like don't don't get me wrong. The score was close, but at no point did I think that the Jets were going to turn up the heat and win the game. I always were like I was waiting for that floodgate moment where the Bills just stormed off into the lead and never never looked back. See, I I wasn't thinking like that. I was thinking, oh god, the Bills have like fucked up, and they are unrepairable at this point. Yeah. And mm. I, like there were, there was points where like yeah obviously I felt like that and I did think okay the Bills will still win win it but by three points. Okay. I didn't think they were going to okay right okay let's just finish this off now we're bored. Yeah that that's the thing I always just thought they just like don't get me wrong that the 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 Jets offense was good at times and and you know done what they needed to do but at any point I was just thinking. The Bills are just going to pull something out of the arse on offense, um, and and just you know get something done. Now I didn't think that you know Mitch Trubisky would see the field ever again, but he did, and he he got a completion for fifteen yards, and maybe that was the difference maker. <laughs> He's really not. I I was just going to... okay okay. I was just checking because I didn't know who that was. <laughs> uh, Mitch Trubisky is the former Bears quarterback. Ah, oh, right, okay. Definitely didn't miss that as Mitsubishi. But, yeah, anyway, moving on from this one, just in the sake of shortening time. Uh, we were on the Bills. Now it's 49ers Rams, 49ers 27, Rams 24. That was a split choice predicting the Rams to win, which was not correct. Yeah, this was a this was another overtime game. Um, 
that's all the that's it yeah <laughs> don't know what to say about again? this one it, it was just like <laughs> it yeah I, I don't know what it was like i don't know what i don't even know what other analogy to use <laughs> they oh my god i'll be completely honest this was one of the games where i initially agreed with you but thinking about it like after we predicted it i was like i don't think the 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 rams will win this in the end because they've the rams had already beaten sorry the rams had already been beaten by the 49ers the 49ers defense was able to shut down the rams a lot of the time it was closer than I thought it was going to be, but they mm. when they played initially, it was like the, the 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 Rams got shut down and never never looked back, never got a look in sort of thing. I really should have thought that this one was going to be different, um, and and say like this this was the game that the Forty ers needed um, to, to to actually be able to get into the playoffs proper sort of thing, um, but I think it was this game. The Saints Falcons game and the Cardinal Seahawks game that was all going on, and I thought this could really screw with how the playoffs looks for the NFC, because it was a case of if the Saints won and the Rams won, then the Saints would get through to the playoffs, because mm. the 49ers and the Saints were the one of the only two teams that could swap around in this kind of division. And then it was a case of if the Rams lost and the Cardinals won, those two would flip around. So the Cardinals would go in as the winner of the division Jeez. instead of the Rams. This had these three games had major playoff implications for the NFC, and it was really enjoyable to watch. It was these three games that made me think if we ca- if this is going to be Week 18 every single year. I'm in for it. Sign me up to just watch Week 18 every single fucking year because this was these three games going on at the same time. Just really exciting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I will say just in the regards to like you thinking about it, you would have got back to the 49ers. Yeah. Like I said, when I was I was thinking about it, and like I still don't think Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah Garoppolo <laughs> is that special. Um, Garoppolo. Give him credit he, in this game though. He oh, yeah, was yeah. playing yeah. with. Uh, an injured throwing uh, uh, throwing hand. Oh, was it? Yeah, and he still made yeah, over so, three hundred yards. So, I think it was that he had a torn tendon, and a chunk of bone was missing out of his oh, thumb. Oh, Jesus! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he apparently, was like stabbing into like the you know the, the like webbing bit. Yeah. I remember yeah. them oh, saying that. That's yeah. Nasty. So the webbing between his thumb and forefinger was in constant agony and the dumb motherfucker on the i think it was like in the, one of the final possessions gave a high five to one of his offensive oh. linemen <laughs> idiot how bad did that look it, it, he did not look like he was enjoying himself but yeah no this was i say it was a fun game to watch and i say i i i really when when we were talking about this game, I really had forgotten how much the the Forty ers defense can do and how clutch Jimmy G can be at times. See yeah. that 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 was my like point with like because I didn't I don't really and and didn't think anything special of Garoppolo. Um, yeah. I knew that both off both teams had decent defenses, and yeah. my my original point was the only thing that I can think of that stands out to me is that they have 
that the Rams have Cooper Cup on their mm. offense, mm. and that was the only, literally the only deciding factor of going with the Rams. Apart from that, though, some yeah, there wasn't much difference in it with me, and I it could have honestly easily just gone. I think this would be a draw. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't I don't see anything like remarkable with either offense, mm. uh, so it's just one of them where like it had to be one specific thing that just tipped it slightly to yeah. the Rams side. And, um, I think it, I'm pretty sure Cooper Cup did had two touchdowns in the game, maybe maybe three. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I think he he did still play well, but um, uh, Cooper Cup only had one touchdown. Well, did he only have one? Did one? Yep. Two went to Tyler Higby. Huh. Possibly one didn't was out of bounds when he caught it. Then I'm sure I saw him twice in the end zone. Unless I'm just misremembering a different game or something. But um, fake news. <laughs> don't bring yeah. him into this. Um, it's yeah, not just it, him who said it. <laughs> this was this. I think out my entire list. This was the hardest one for me to predict. Yeah. This and Which the Bengals game were the hardest ones for me, but this one particular. Because, yeah. yeah, and yeah, let's move on because otherwise I'm just going to keep saying the same thing oh, over yeah. and over again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on to the Sea Pigeons at the Cardinals. Uh, sea Pigeons 38, Cardinals 30. That was a Greg prediction, which was wrong because you predicted the Cardinals. I didn't expect this, definitely. Clearly, you didn't expect this. Nope. Don't know what's happened with the Cardinals <laughs> this season at all. Um, That's the thing. Like they started off seven and zero, and they must have been so shaken up by that Packers loss because they went four and six in the last in the last stretch. That's mad. And it was it was just like they fell off completely. They fell off completely. Like I, 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 was, I just don't know what to say. And the, the, what, what was the one thing we've said about the Seahawks all season is they've got no running game, they've got no versatility, and then they go and have this. Rashad Penny gets 190-odd yards. I just, like, I'm blown away by it. Um, I think if if the Seahawks are going into a rebuilding year, they need to build their, their team around Rashad Penny and just go from there. Like, him and Lockett need to be their, their main guys. They go, right, these are the teams we're going to build around. Because they... Absolutely stormed it. Mm. Yeah, they, they, they did awesome. Yeah, um, didn't expect from them, and uh, one of my mates is a Seahawks fan and knew he was extremely happy about it. Yeah, go admit as it was happening, I was happy about it. Um, but yeah, I would mm. never have thought that they would do that. And no. I did notice that you it was like, oh, you build it around Penny and block it. You're not expecting them to keep or build around mm. Metcalf anymore? Metcalf, I don't know. Like, again, he's one of those people where I just, like, he can be fantastic, but I just think if they're going to go full rebuilding year, they need to cut some some players out. And I just think with how good Lockett's been versus DK Metcalf, they can build it more around Lockett than Metcalf. So I would, if I was the Seahawks, trade Metcalf see what Russell Wilson wants to do. If he mm. wants to stay, then keep him. But I would go into this draft trying to get uh, a running back to be a secondary 
to Rashad Penny. I'd be looking at getting a couple of uh, O-linemen. I'd be looking at getting another wide receiver and potentially the next franchise quarterback. But again, the the quarterback core in this uh, draft class does not look good enough for that. So for me, I would be trying to keep Wilson um, as long as possible, which potentially means you're losing Pete Carroll as a head coach, which I don't think is the worst. And I think right now there's a couple of good head coaches out there that would easily fit into that position better. Why do you think they'd lose Pete Carroll? I don't think, think against him and Wilson. I think no. I I just don't think you can keep one and keep the other because they have had some successful seasons, but they've had more unsuccessful seasons together than not. And I think the GM or the owner of the Seahawks is going to want to shake something up. And I think Pete Carroll is more expendable than Russell Wilson at the moment. Because mm-hmm. how how many um, seasons has Wilson been at the Seahawks? I want to say 12. Because I know that this was a thing where we'll, I'm pretty sure like, for the first maybe four episodes of this uh, podcast, we, we were talking about how Wilson wants to leave. And then yeah. last week we were saying like he was saying that he's still got a lot more things to do with this team. And yeah. It's very, very confusing to the fans. Yes. Really. Yeah. So he was drafted in 2012. So this is his 10th, well, g- coming up for his 10th season. Right. So he's still got some life in him. Yeah. I think it, I do think he's an okay quarterback. I think him and um, Hurts for the Eagles are kind of similar, where mm. they're not as runny as Jackson and Newton. Yeah. But the. Uh, even kind, well, even kind of like Kyler Murray, they, like they they can run if yeah. they need to. They're not the fastest, but they can do it if needed to, and they're okay passing wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like like you said, I think Lockett was unbeknownst to me, they're not a new player. <laughs> um, at the start of like doing this, Lockett was one of the players that was like I did really enjoy watching him, and yeah, I think he's he's been he's been very consistent, whereas. Metcalf is good at times, and I'd I'd probably liken him to a bit of a Beckham, um, where he can do amazing plays, but he's he's not always the greatest. That's fair. Or do you think he gets too much coverage and that stops him mm-hmm. because of his notoriety? Yeah, I think I think out of the two of them, Lockett's more consistent, but. Metcalf is probably the bigger game player, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like he goes, he does get the more extravagant, game-changing catches uh, at times. But I think yeah, Log is just a bit more consistent. Mm-hmm. Cool. Moving on to the final, which was the, the final game, which is not the final, the final Sunday night game, which is the Chargers versus the Raiders. Chargers thirty-two, Raiders thirty-five. Predicted by Greg as the Chargers, and it was not correct. Wait, what do you mean it's not the final game? This was the final game. Uh, not the final is what I said. I, I Yeah, fair enough. The final game of the regular season. Exactly. Um, right, yeah. And what a fucking game it was. Oh, yeah. This oh, third, such third a... overtime game. Yeah. Mad. This, this was, was such a fucking typical, what I would think of as now a Raiders win. Like, 
dominated somewhat in the first, took it all the way, got you know got to overtime and then won it by a kick. And holy fuck, was it a great game! I the only thing I am so fucking gutted about is the fact that this didn't end in a draw because I think Justin Herbert is robbed of not being in the playoff. I think mm. he deserves to be in the playoffs with this game. Like, holy fuck. He was so... Like, his completion attempts, average. Like, 34 for 64 attempts. He threw it 64 times. Insanity. But he got nearly 400 yards, three touchdowns, and I just think, like, he is so... He has got such a high ceiling. You get him some good receivers, you get him some good O-linemen to stop the pocket collapsing around him. He could be an absolute... Like, he could be a first ballot Hall of Famer in no time at all because of how, you know, how much of a gunslinger, big game player he is. Yeah, and uh, like you, you said, um, this was a g- game that we both agreed on that the Chargers were going to win. Yeah. And I think I said that before we started recording it. I literally said if the Raiders were going to win, they were going to Raiders win, which is just by a kick. Yeah. Like they did. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, Exactly. In all honesty, before I watched this game, I ended up watching it on the PC where, where before you watch the game, it shows the score beforehand. Whereas when I watch you it on the You can turn Xbox, that off, by the way. It doesn't. I thought it just depended on what thing you watched it on. Because the PC no, shows it, the off. Xbox doesn't. Yeah, you can turn it off. All right, I'll turn it off. But um, it showed the score as Chargers 14, Raiders 17. Yeah, and it must have just shown the halftime score. But even then, I was thinking, "Oh yeah, the Raiders have won by a kick." Yeah. Um, and then, and then, as I was watching the game, more points went up. I was like, "What? What is this? <laughs> Tom Foolery? What is this madness?" <laughs> yes. Um, and then it went to overtime, and I was like, "Oh, they won by a kick." Oh, again. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it it would have been amazing if it was. Uh, ended in a tie fans had fucking cardboard saying just just end it with the tie just yeah. accept the tie yeah. or whatever and even um i know what, what's he called um uh Bisaccia, is it richard Bisaccia. Bisaccia, yeah and he did a conference after it and he was like before this we were saying we were going to win but even when it got into overtime we were debating on the sidelines to just end it in a draw yeah but instead they, they went for it yeah, because this was a game, if it ended in a tie, both teams would have gone to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, both teams would have gone to the playoffs. It would have denied the Steelers going through. Um, as it happens, the winner goes through, and then the Steelers go through as the last wild card, and it was it was insanity. And um, yet another game for why I put Daniel Carson as a special teams player of the year, because he's the one that seems to have put the um, Raiders into the position they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad shout. It's not a bad shout. I don't think there's anything more to say on on that game other than the, the holy fuck. Raiders win it by a kick again. Yep. Yep. Oh, dear. And I, well, to be fair, I will bring up, like, obviously, did you see in the shot? Did you see the stadium in that shots? The, the, that stadium is beautiful. I know it's oh, all, yeah, I know no, it's brand Vegas new and it's is, in Vegas. Yeah. Still, so yeah. it's all razzle it's dazzle gorgeous. anyway. 
Um, yeah. That is, a, that is beautiful. It is a beautiful and, um, stadium. What, like, it is what on my a, list to go see. What a stadium to end the season on as well. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the Super Bowl go to that stadium because uh, I think that will be an absolute epic. Yeah, 2024. 2024. But that's all the games. That's it. That's week 18 done. Guys, we made it through our first regular season. Um, And we're still alive. (laughs) We're still alive. We don't hate each other yet. Um, So let's just go through quickly and talk about the playoffs. So obviously the recap, as we have been doing for the last couple of weeks, is the AFC, the Titans, with that win, guarantee the first seed. The Chiefs are the number two seed. The Bills, with that win, uh, wrap up their division. They win, and they are the third seed. The Bengals are the fourth seed um, after their loss against the Browns. But again, I don't think they could have done any better seeding-wise. With that overtime win, the Raiders go through as the fifth seed. um, As a insanity. that They they couldn't have allowed the Chargers to go through as well. Um, The Patriots with that loss to the Dolphins, get to the sixth seed. And the Steelers, with that overtime win and non-draw with the Raiders Chargers, go through as the seventh seed. In the NFC, the Packers, as we have known for a couple of weeks, have got the first seed. With that win, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have got the second seed. The Cowboys, with that win, get the third seed. Meaning that because the LA Rams lost, they go through as the fourth seed. Uh, the fifth seed with that Cardinals game, I guess. Um, the 49ers with that win and, you know, not not allowing the Saints to go through, get the sixth seed. And the Eagles go through as the seventh seed. Now, there is some great games coming up for this. The oh, two yeah. that I want to say, the two conference games, the Patriots versus the Bills and the Cardinals versus the Rams. Now, we've seen these games happen twice already each. And to see it uh, for a third time in the season, and you really don't know who's going to win each because the the playoffs are so unpredictable. Um, But before we go into the predictions of the playoffs, I just want to bring up uh, a list of NFL coaches that because of week 18 results have been let go. Um, so head coaches and GMs for the Chicago Bears, head coach Matt Nagy and GM Ryan Pace has been let go. For the Denver Broncos, head coach Rich Fangio has been let go. For the Texans, head coach uh, David Culley has been let go. For the Chargers, special teams coordinator has been let go, uh, Darius Swinton II. The big shock to me is the Miami Dolphins and let go Brian Flores. We'll talk a little bit more about this in a minute. The Minnesota Vikings have let go both their head coach and GM, Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman. The New York Giants have let go head coach Joe Judge and offensive coordinator Jason Garrett. And offensive coordinator Anthony Lynn has parted ways with the Detroit Lions. So... Just touching on it, Brian Flores, a winning season, won seven games in a row, and that wasn't enough to keep him in his job. He is now actually 
the most sought after head coach to he's being interviewed by nearly every single team mad why would they let him go like smith do you see anything in the the Miami season that you know means he should have been let go not like like you say like he they didn't start off the season great mm-hmm. but they did an amazing fucking run of uh, yeah. was it seven games yeah streak that was just insane that was basically well that was the exact same as everybody buzzing over the cardinals saying that they're an amazing yeah. team the exact same streak and then they still ended up with a winning season like like you said I, after this game i messaged you a few and i was like Obviously, it's that time of year. Teams have lost. They're getting rid yeah. of their staff. Yeah. And it was a shitload going. This one, yeah, I, I would never expect that. Um, un- unless there is some, like, um, interpersonal conflict behind the scenes that no one really sees or knows about. Yeah. Um, I don't see anything as a, like, watching as any, any fan would to be like, he's got to go. Because there's te- there's teams where, like like the head coach of the Lions, he's yeah. staying. You would expect yeah. fans to go. He's got to go, but he's not. I mean, yeah, they've had some games where they've been fucked up and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I don't see any reason for him going at all. Um, and just with what we said before, do you think that he is top contender for Seahawks? Or do you not think his style would suit good suit uh, suit it well there? Because um, I know there was a, a thing. I think I shared it on the story where somebody was like predicting where head coaches were going to go, and they were predicting yeah. that uh, Flores going to the Broncos. The Broncos wouldn't be too bad of a shout for him. He like I think with Flores, his style is getting a good quarterback in and building around that now. The, the Broncos have got a couple of good draft picks. They can they can try and get something going on offense. If if Broncos do any kind of trading and get a franchise quarterback or you know quarterback who's coming to the end of their career but has still got some four or five good seasons left in them, Brian Flores is going to do well. Yeah. The thing that gets me is that Brian Flores just shouldn't have been let go from the Miami Dolphins. If you let somebody go and they are being headhunted by nearly every team yeah. who's just let go of a of a quarterback, or sorry, a, a head coach, you fucked up. You mm. fucked up. Yeah. I think I might have found some information. The, the thing okay. I thought about this as I'll well, like, just before you get into like the actual yeah, information, of it, sorry, was yeah. um, just to say like, if I if I was like the owner and I saw him have this season, my mm. instinct would be, okay, didn't start off great, but we know what to how to start, you know, better next season. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what you do next season. Not yeah, get the fuck out of my club. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, interestingly, on that note, <clears throat> I can pretty much just by doing it, just did a bit of a quick check to see if there was any sort of. Got, well, not so much gossip as educated gossip on what could potentially be the case. And by the looks, one name that pops up quite a lot is Tagovailoa mm-hmm. and relationships with Flores in terms of like player coach relationships, in terms of just not getting on um, at all. 
Um, apparently, oh, okay. the, there had been bad and also bad relationships between Flores and Chris Greer. So obviously, been to that point, and I'm pretty sure there was a, there's, there was a report a while back of basically Flores going absolutely off at Tagovailoa. Um, at one point, it in in short, Tagovailoa like during I think just finding this bit of information during week 16. Um, he had claimed that Flores doesn't know how to talk to people, which could potentially have been a little bit of a hint towards why this happened. Um, regardless of whether you win games or not, I, th- I I don't know, so I'm just saying, but regardless of whether you win games or not, if a team sees you as not a right fit for the players, then that could potentially be in, and they could see a potential meltdown coming before it's happened. Mm. Um, so on the, the only reason I could really see that he's been fired that makes sense it makes sense that that that's a fair reason to fire someone but based on his games i would have given him more chance <laughs> i wouldn't have just fired him because of a player and and the general manager maybe look at why the why the uh, animosity between the general manager and the coach is there in the first place you know just yeah <laughs> maybe look at that I mean, say with, or with, as an owner you just come down slap some people and go i own you but yeah, unless we want to talk any about any more about fired head coaches, should we do a quick little preview of each of the wild card games? Because obviously sure. we I mean, are at quite a long recording at the moment. One hour. I, mean, I was going to say before we do that, there's been like literally no mention that I won the prediction season. Oh yeah, no, nobody cares about that. By a point. <laughs> By, By one a point. Well, te- point. Technically, it would have been two, but I gave you the. No, like, you I, gave the half point. It is a singular point. You, Greg with thirty one point five, Smith with thirty two point five. So there's yeah, literally by a one point game and in I, it. I like that, that little stat that you put up. The in- entirety of week eighteen combined, we had mm. a correct percentage of sixty six point six seven. You guessed which, over half of them correct. We guessed two thirds of them correct. Yeah, which yeah. is actually quite impressive. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would have won if the Colts hadn't shit the bed. Mm-hmm. And the fucking Packers mm. have done one more touchdown. Yeah, but yeah, no. I, uh, I mean, there were some games. There were some games that went to and from. You know, the Packers and Colts for myself. The Chargers and Raiders that could have gone either way. Yeah. Um, you well, know, the 49ers Rams for you. The yeah. Again, that's, it, it could have gone. That's what I'm saying. Like as I said before, like we we, we both went through everything together. Yeah. And it was literally only the one game that I felt like we didn't agree on completely. Yeah. So, yeah. I think if I would have got those, it would have gone your way. It was just the predictions that we got, and that, that yeah. that's all it came down to, really. Yeah, um, absolutely. I will but no. say, going forward, I know I've messaged you about the idea. I'm definitely doing it. I'm going to get a physical trophy. I'm going to get call it the Oracle Award. and then <laughs> is, it, to... is it you're definitely going through with it because you won now? No, I mean, I know I... I, I uh, uh, that probably prob- that yeah that has something to do with it anyway. But I'm going to, when I mentioned it to you, I was pretty sure that I'd won because I knew how many team, how many of my mm. predictions I'd got wrong, and I knew you'd got more. To be honest, um, all right, bitch. <laughs> I just didn't know the final score because I couldn't remember what we were on. Um, yeah. Anyway, I knew I was going to do. That. I'm going to call it the, the Oracle Award. I'm going to engrave my name on it on my season. And whoever wins just gets to keep it for the year. That's a fair point. So, if you win next season, oh, I will oh. mail. I will mail it to you with, with your name on it. 
Yeah, well, I'll, <laughs> no, I'll engrave the next season's winner on that. Yeah, so, like, okay. Could get 20, very big. Anyway. 21 to 22, me. 2022 to 2023, we'll not trouble. yet decided. Yeah, exactly. We'll see what happens anyway. But, yeah. Cool. But yeah, we're going to have a physical award for but it. Yeah. Woo! Congratulations. And Thank you. I did not believe in myself season. at any point until I was three points up and then I fucked it all up in one week. <laughs> <laughs> no, to I'm be not fair, I threw a couple of games as well. So yeah, it's easy I, to throw games with this. It's it, people yeah. like teams can teams can just fall apart. It yeah, happens. absolutely. Yeah, talking of falling apart, wild cards. Woo! So the game <laughs> like that it kicks off in an hour and a half: the Bengals at the Raiders. No, it's the Raiders at the Bengals. Um, what do we think about this one? I personally have because per, I've gone through just looking at the games and see what I can do. I've personally put Raiders on there Ooh, spicy. as a potential win purely because in the playoffs they Raiders just pull it out of the bag when they have to. Okay. I think that's sort of my logic here because obviously as you've said the playoffs is very much anything can happen. Yeah. And I'm pretty certain the Raiders can make anything happen if they have to or just sheer luck. Um, I just have a gut feeling about that game. Bengals will probably play better, but Raiders will probably just take it. Okay. That's my prediction. Smith? Uh, I'm thinking Bengals, especially mm-hmm. with them saving Joe Burrow for this week. That You know, they've, they've yeah. saved him to mm-hmm. come out here and just unleashing a fucking storm on them. Um, if there was any, like every fucking week, if there was any reason for the Raiders to win, they will win by one kick. Mm. And that yeah. is it. But I don't think Bengals will allow them that chance. I agree with you. I think coming out of an overtime game so late in the week, the Raiders are at a disadvantage. They're going to be mm. a little bit more gassed. They're going to, you know, their, their main players are going to be a little bit more, um, sorry, less refreshed than the Bengals who rested the amount of players they should have, that they needed to. Um, so I think the Bengals are going into this game with advantage. But I do agree. If it's not a Bengals blowout, it'd be Raiders winning by a field goal. Cool. Fantastic. And then the game that kicks off in like five hours' time, the Bills, uh, the Patriots at the Bills. Um, again, one of these like divisional games, the conference games that, uh, that, that we talked about. The game we've seen twice already. Where do we see this one going? I'm going to let Scruffy start off with all of these, by the way, because if that's okay with you. Yeah, I just don't have a huge amount of knowledge on this front. If I'm brutally honest, based on the Patriots and from what I have seen, just having an ability to bottle it at times. Okay. Just sort of bottle it a little bit. I have gone for the Bills, personally. Um, Purely because... I mean, just based on what I've seen, based on the games that have come around and all of that, that's the only reason, really. I don't have any specific reasons, particularly apart from Patriots having a punch on to bottle it occasionally. Okay. And given this playoffs, <laughs> that could happen. See, I would personally go with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, I, on- I honestly don't remember the first game against each other. Was it like the first game of the season or the second game of the season? Somewhere? No, it was, it was like very early week- on. I think it was like week 13 and it was because it was one of the lowest pl- passing games that was the first was game, game they played against each other that's the one I remembered because I remember it being abysmal 
Yeah, the first game they played against each other was the one where um, bloody Mac Jones had three three passes. Yeah, yeah, um, that's the one I remember. I... Yeah, that was week. What is that? 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13. So I was right. It was week 13. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, when did they play the other game against each other? Uh, week 15. Oh, really? So it's just two weeks yep. in between? Yep. I'm just going to quick look at who won that and what score it was. Uh, so the first one was won by the Patriots. The second one was won by... Oh, sorry, it was week 16. Um, it was won by the Bills, 33-21. to 21. Right. So the Patriots won the game at the Bills. The Bills won the game at the Patriots. Right. Going off those two games that they've just pre- played previously, then I probably, mm-hmm. yeah, I probably would edge towards the Bills then, because yeah. it feels like out oh, the two games where both teams could actually do something, yeah, the Bills are the ones that actually pulled out of the bag. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, the Patriots will put up a fucking fight. That there is no doubt about that at all, and they will put yeah. up some points. But yeah, just because I the only game that I. Could remember was the really shit one. Um, yeah, it seems like the one previous game that they've played where they could both go full, full um, speed at each other. The Bills yeah. knocked them out. So yeah, I think the Bills would win this one as well. But fair enough. Yeah, I think the thing that's getting me is Bill Belichick in the playoffs. And hmm. I'm going to go out there and say that the Patriots are going to win this, but. I don't... Again, it's one of those games that could go either way. I just think Bill Belichick in the playoffs, he's got a knack for winning games. Um, I imagine he's got some sort of line. fast pass to it or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then, moving on to the Sunday games. Tomorrow at 6pm, UK time. Eagles at the Buccaneers. What have we got? I mean, I'm always going to pick the Bucks on that front. Mostly for the fact that they're just very, very good. If I'm brutally mm-hmm. honest, they're just very, very good. I just can't see anyone else winning it out of those two. Fair enough. No matter how good the Eagles have been at times, I think Bucks. Just... Oh, sorry, that's my alarm going off. Oh, okay, <laughs> it is eight o'clock. Yeah, there's cool. my phone. Stop. Oh, that's my stop, stop, stop. Anyway. Just can't hear anyway, so it's fine. Can't can hear anyway on my Oh, nope. you, I, you can see it on the recording, so that's why oh, I yeah. was stopping. Oh, I'll put it out, but yeah, yeah, can't hear that. Surprisingly. But yeah, that's my prediction on that front. Fair enough. Yep. I'd go books with this as well. And I'm not gonna lie, looking at like the wildcard like games as a big picture, there's two teams that I I'm looking at and like, how are they in here? And one of them is the Eagles. Mm. Um, yeah. I get like they've had some good games and I know they can be good, but I don't think they've had a good like I don't know how they've got that score, like the the nine to eight. Uh, I don't know how they've got that from this season. I didn't think they did that well. And I just I th- I think they look odd to me being in this this yeah. picture. Um it like I would replace them and one of the team. I think the team that I'll probably put in replace them with would be the Colts. Who yeah. unfortunately didn't make it, and I think that obviously the Chargers should be in here as well, but they didn't make it. 
You just pick two AFC teams to replace an NFC team with. <laughs> However, that, yeah, I, I can't think of that off by heart then. But yeah, just look, <laughs> okay, just, look, just looking at it, I can't see the Eagles being in there for some reason. They just look weird. But uh, yeah. yeah, I definitely, I definitely, the, the Buccaneers will just trounce them. Hmm. I want the Eagles to win, but I think the Eagles got rid of too many weapons at the early part of the season. I think, you know, they when they traded Zach Ertz to the Cardinals, I think that was they, they, they kind of they lost a good um, you know, tight end that could have been a dump off uh and go tight end. Uh and I think I say they've lost too many weapons going forward. Um I agree with you that I think the the Buccaneers are gonna win this one. But I do kind of want uh, an Eagles upset. Yeah, I'd like to see an upset. I would. Yeah. Do Do you want an Eagles upset, or do you just just want it to be not Tom Brady? Uh, yes. <laughs> Both, all of the above. Yeah. Um, I would quite. Yeah, I would quite like to not see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl for once. But yeah, you know, we can't have everything. <laughs> it's probably no, going to happen. No, um, it's not. <laughs> Um, moving on to the game that kicks off in 25 and a half hours, the 49ers at the Cowboys. Ooh. Where do you guys see this one going? See, right. Oh, yes, Stu's going first. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know on this one. <laughs> right, I, I've, okay. put, I've put Cowboys, but I honestly don't know. Yeah. I would go Cowboys as well, but the reason I'm apprehensive is what happened with the 49ers against the Rams... Mm-hmm. Because I was very undecided between those two teams. In my opinion, the Cowboys have a better offense than a defense. But like I said before, like there is just some weeks where I think, oh, the, the Cowboys are a really good team. They're going to win. And then they just have some sort of breakdown. I don't know if that's going to happen. It's like yeah. always a, a, a 15% risk in my mind that they're just not going to show up this week. Um, and just with the yeah the, the playoffs being oh we'll just roll some dice and see what happens sometimes i don't know how that'd go i yeah. would put myself on the cowboy side but i wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers came out with this yeah the thing is i completely agree on the paper on paper i say that the cowboys have a better offense and a better defense mm. um but it is the playoffs and i think the defences are going to win this game. I think the defences are absolutely going to win this game. Um, it just depends on which version of the 49ers defence turns up. If the 49ers have the, the defence that stopped, or sorry, won against the Rams, then I think they have a legitimate chance against the Cowboys. But it's just it, it just completely depends. Um, I'm going to say Cowboys are going to win it, but yeah. I, again, would not be surprised if the 49ers pulled something out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you think they'll pull out a mechanical hand for Garoppolo to replace? Maybe, maybe. (laughs) Um, Full on Skywalker for it. (laughs) Which brings us on to the last game of Sunday night. Uh, It is the Steelers at the Chiefs. Chiefs. Is this going to be the Ben Roethlisberger retirement party? No. Uh, No. This yeah, the, the Steelers are the other team where I was that they were the other team was like why why are these in here yeah yeah literally the Chiefs on this one I've just gone for the Chiefs 
So you do think it's going to be the Ben Roethlisberger retirement party then? I think it's going to be the Ben Roethlisberger retirement party that it doesn't deserve. But, you know. I thought you were saying there's like, oh, the party and they're going to live it up because they're going to win. That's what I... I no, I no, as in this is going to be his retirement game. This is going to be right, the okay. game that sends him into retirement. Because he's retiring after this season. Yes, Is then. this going to be the day that he retires? Oh, yeah. Then, yes, I misheard you like Smith did. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. I think this will yeah, be. Because this will just... be his retirement party, where they say you're not allowed to um, go on walks on your own anymore because you're a fall risk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, There's another yeah, comment I can make. Gonna win. Gonna... Like, I, I think oh. that not just Roethlisberger, the Steelers in general have some... can, can, can you know, put the ball out there and make some amazing plays. Yeah. Um, but like we've just discussed, the Chiefs are. Yeah, they, they can they can make amazing plays too, but they're a lot more consistent in everything they do, and Mahomes, I think depending on what team shows up around him, he's yeah. just a beast. I think he he's a beast regardless, and like I I still remember that uh, the. Super Bowl that he lost, and I, I felt really sorry for him because yeah. he looked like he was the only person on the pitch that gave a shit. Um, mm. Depending my... on what team shows up around him, yeah. um, I think they'll just blow it out. My concern with this game is the Chiefs O-line versus TJ Watt. This is my mm. big concern because I don't think the Steelers' offense are going to win this game. If they win this game it's going to be their defence. Because TJ Watt versus that O-line and Mahomes has the potential to be the upset of the century. Um, I do think that the Chiefs have more of a reason and a chance to win this game. It is all going to come down to that pass rush and how much it disrupts Mahomes' game. Because that was really... like As much as Mahomes was you know, improvising and doing well like, in that Super Bowl... It was the fact that nobody else was on time for him and his creativity. That pass rush could do exactly what the Buccaneers done to him in this in that in this game. Hmm. Hmm. True. I do think as well. Like one of the the downsides is uh, if people haven't heard of our heard our award show yet, one of our awards yep. that I don't know if we should mention because it. That uh, goes to a young um, Chase Claypool for Chase a certain Claypool, award. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes he can be a bit of a downfall to, for, towards that team. Um, yeah. But like you said, it's every every one of these predictions it will always end with the same sentence. It's the fucking playoffs. We don't know what the hell will happen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um that brings us on to the last game, the Monday night game, the last of our divisional games, the Rams versus the Cardinals. Um, again, we've seen both teams play. We've been, seen both teams um, win against each other. This is the big one. This is the one that counts the most. And I don't know that either of the other two results has any bearing on this game. No. But what do you guys think? I just can't see the Cardinals winning it. Okay. Based on their form right now. Like, obviously, 
and, and also the biggest thing here, and I, I will say this about LA very specifically, they want to get to that Super Bowl for more reasons than just getting to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Because they want to get there because it's their home stadium. <laughs> like that is a big one. It's a huge one. Like that yeah. is the be- the best reason for them to try and get there. Because then they will get the biggest home advantage you will ever see. <laughs> like, that's the thing. That's why I think LA are going to win that one. Because it just... It, I, based on the Cardinals' form and the fact that LA have so much more reason in their mind, I guess, to go for it. Yeah. I, I, I would agree exactly with that statement that I wouldn't go with the Cardinals because of their decline. But, like, just looking at this game, it, it looks like it's been this hyped-up boxing match. They, God, mm. they're they're going to destroy each other. They're going to put this many points up. And then when you arrive, it's just two babies, and then they run at each other, and they go, oh, they both fell down. Uh, game over. <laughs> there we go. They just run into each other. There we go. Over, yeah. So what a game. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks for your money. <laughs> like, I don't know. This is one where I can, I can see both logos flashing into each other. But then there's no explosion. There's just sort of a. It's the, it's the cat. You know the thing where you're just slapping hands. It's like, yeah. I, <laughs> like, oh, I'd say God. on 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 paper, but even on paper, I'm, <laughs> I just I want to rip them both up because they're annoying me. Um, yeah. On on paper, for the part of the season. The Cardinals were doing amazing. They should yeah. still be amazing. We don't yeah. understand what's going on. They, they the... still have the ability to win. That's the thing. I can see yeah. the Cardinals upsetting here based on the prediction. I can. How um, do you how do you rate um is it Aaron Donald? Mm. Aaron Donald? Yeah. I mean I rate him highly. You can't ignore him. Like he mm. doesn't get the major uh, stats that like TJ Watt gets or something like that, but I think the, the the benefit of Aaron Donald is, as I've said a couple of times, the what the teams have to do to mm. prevent him. They have to double and sometimes triple team him to get him out of the game, and I think that's just something that has to happen in this game um, to stop him getting home. And I just I say it's one of those things where like yeah okay he's not as prolific as TJ Watt but his presence is more demanding than TJ Watt in my opinion. Because the way I'm like thinking about it is that, um, like on the scale of say Matt Ryan statue mm-hmm. quarterback, Lamar Jackson, I'm gonna Usain Bolt it all the time. Yeah. On like that level of things, I'd put Kyler Murray like towards the end of not like middle but slightly over but toward towards the side of Jackson. Yeah. Where he likes you know, move his feet a bit more. He's a bit of a twinkle toes, like I'll he's gonna dance around the pitch maybe before he maybe go before he goes on a run. I think that because of the presence of um Donald on there, um he he might not be able to do that as much unless he pushes out wide. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying with that. I definitely see what you're saying. I think the thing is with Cliff Kingsbury's offense, he's going to put a lot more 
uh, you know, check downs in place. So you're going to probably see him go into more tight end sort of like five yard dump offs and hope that the tight end can either make something of it or just make sure that they are in a position to get the ball, check it down, go to second and five, move on sort of thing. So I think you'll see a quick Cardinals offense rather than anything else. Hmm. Yeah. But Actually, yeah, I think did, did I either think me overall, or you say who would win. <laughs> I I I haven't um, because I was waiting for you to say. Right. I, I'll go Rams then. Okay. I think it could go either way. If if the Cardinals play it smart, they can definitely win it. But I I think I see the Rams doing it given current form than the Cardinals. I agree with Scurry what he said. The form the form is the telltale sign. But again. With it being the playoffs, with it being this sort of close game, you you can see anything happening. But yeah, that's our rundown of the previews of the playoff games. Um, obviously, the podcasts are hopefully going to get a bit shorter um, going on because <laughs> we'll have less games to cover, less games to talk about um, and go from there. But yes, thank you for sticking this out. Um, this will hopefully be recorded uh, like a much shorter podcast than what we're looking at at the two hour mark at the moment yeah um but yeah uh let us know what you think uh let us know on the pod uh twitter or instagram what you think brick cave blitz on both um who do you think's gonna win who do you think's like gonna be the big upset uh, and just give us like obviously you got the the playoff predictors at the moment send us all of those that you think are gonna go through um and yeah just just genuinely interact with us let us know what you think um as usual i've been your host for this the brit cave blitz thank you again for joining us i keep thanking you um i'm gonna i'm I'm aiming for a a record high of 17 thank yous in a row um (laughs) but with me as always has been the fantabulous smith's uh drs underscore 1994 and the informative but indecisive and i am scruffy also known as scrufflord on twitter but as per usual it's a terrible idea to spawn on me because i'm incredibly boring don't do it you could tell he was indecisive about whether he's actually going to say his name then i was thinking i was like did, did you realize that i was saying that about you or did you think i was calling myself yeah i have no idea there you go, I'm indecisive about that as well. Either way. <laughs> Death as well, uh, apparently. It's a go-pack-go from me. And me. And it's a... Uh, Brick-go-blitz!